Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Final hour of Follow the Money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans. We are filling in for the week here on Follow the Money. Vacations galore. Mitch Moss back on Monday. And as you have noted, Paul Howard coming back soon. Uh, when we left the UFC conversation on the table, we did not discuss one of the big, big bets that came in over the weekend. Outside of Matt Santos and his 5-1 uh, to one decision on that Sean O'Malley fight to go to decision. We saw this at Circa. How about this? I think they were right after one another. Is this Floyd Mayweather's ticket? Yeah, 50K. believe it or not. So yeah. we're up at the third floor warehouse watching UFC 264. It's a big crowd up there Saturday night. Matt Santos, our producer on this show, says he's going to go down and place a bet. Goes down the escalators and to the, uh, the what do you call that sports book up on the second level? Yeah. It's, uh, anyway, I forget the word. Okay. For the sports book. The satellite station? Yeah, we'll call it that. Satellite sports book, whatever. Up there in the second floor. Uh, he walks down there and Floyd Mayweather standing at the window placing a bet. Says, hey, Matt. He, just placing a bet real and quick. And he didn't even have like a team of bodyguards with him. Just Floyd, I think, with his uh, hat pulled down over his face. And he's putting out 50K on Dustin Poirier to win the, at minus 140. Yeah. Sharp. So Floyd used to bet at M Resort quite a bit back in the day. Lives out in that area. He's here at Circus Saturday night betting the fight, standing at the window by himself. Didn't have one of his runners, yeah. one of his guys. It's Floyd at the window. Putting down 50K to win 35,000. 
There's the ticket from Circus Sports on Saturday night. So do we think do we think Floyd sat back and was like, you know, I really think Dustin his ground his ground game is going to work really well against Connor. He's going to get him in the clinch. He's going to put him on the ground. He's going to work the gas tank down. Maybe finish him with some good old GMP ground and pound. Right, outstruck him the last time. Or was he like f Connor McGregor? I'm just going to go bet against him. Was there some deep seated analysis there in the bet on Dustin? I Poirier? don't think Floyd should hate Connor. Those guys made a bunch <laughs> right. of money a good point, off yeah. each other, right? So. I mean, I, the lead up it was so tense. I thought they really hated each other. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I bought it. Hype. Fight hype. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, Floyd knows what most people know is that Connor doesn't have much stamina, and that Dustin was probably going to wrestle him and suck the strength right out of him. Dustin, by the way, was telling some media friends before the fights that he was going to wrestle Connor and he was going to choke him right. out. That was his. That was his plan. And uh, <laughs> Dustin, by submission, was seven to one odds. Never got to that, obviously, with the uh, broken ankle. But uh, Floyd with a winning bet here at Circus Sports and. 50000 for Floyd Mayweather is like, uh, what, 50 bucks for you? Right, of course. Um, by the way, I should, we should note that Conor McGregor has been on record saying uh, submissions. The, the first person to shoot for a takedown is a bees. Uh, first person to shoot for a takedown, Conor McGregor. Uh, submissions don't count. Tried to attempt one against uh, Dustin Poirier. And then, of course, he told Dustin he'd be leaving on a stretcher, and he left on a stretcher. Conor left on a stretcher. <laughs> it was not a great night for Conor McGregor. And uh, it has not been a great couple of years. One win since 2016, that was a win over Eddie Alvarez, but the one win, of course, since then uh, has been Cowboy Cerrone, a fight that, I'd say, was given to him so that he could work his way back into the fold. And uh, two very strong wins for Poirier. And now. I think that's the type of fight Connor's going to get when he comes back, too. The yeah. UFC wants to get him back in the win column. Yep. Well, and they're already talking about part four, and I wouldn't be really that interested, but we will see. And yes, Dr. Stoppage, Poirier was winning. It's follow the money. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. It's the Major League Baseball All-Star break of the Home Run Derby. It's coming up today at Coors Field in Denver. Shohei Otani of the Los Angeles Angels, the favorite to win the Derby at plus 250. Texas slugger Joey Gallo, plus 450. The 2019 winner of the Derby, Met Pete Alonso, 5-1. And the A's, Matt Olsen, is 7-1. The All-Star Game Tuesday, the National League, seven favorite over the American League, minus 103, 10.5 under the total. NBA Finals, Game 4 coming up Wednesday, the Fiserv Forum, the Milwaukee Bucks, a 3.5-point favorite over Phoenix. The total, 220, Bucks won Game 3 by 20. If you're betting on golf this summer, VSIN has everything you need. Each week, the VSIN golf experts review the players, course conditions, matchups, and odds to give you their analysis on the best bets for every tournament on the Long Shots podcast. Go to vsin.com slash golf to find our golf betting data and analysis today. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Uh, get ready for this. We have a VSIN subscriber exclusive Woo! on Tuesday. Long Shots hosts Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, two real life celebrities, will be answering your golf questions live just in time for the British Open this week. All betting questions go to Wes and Brady. This is going to be live Tuesday, 3.15 p.m. Eastern, 12.15 p.m. Pacific for a subscriber-only Q&A. Subscribers will have access to watch live 
and ask questions or email questions ahead of time to, all right, write this down. I'm, I'm actually questions at vcin.com. Once again, that's questions at vcin.com. Don't ask Wes when Paul Howard's going to be back or where Mitch Moss is this week. Mitch is on vacation. Watch for the link in your subscriber email and join Brady and Wes for all the golf betting insights on Tuesday. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm just <laughs> thinking of something. I'm also typing out an email question here for, uh, for these guys. Am that's I allowed a, to submit questions? Yeah, that's questions at vcin.com. Okay. And what are, okay. Sent. I would ask you, if you were part of this feature, how are you going to bet game four of the NBA Finals? Uh, over the total uh, would be the way to go for me if we get back to that 219.5 mark, and I think it's pretty telling uh, that the market, after the opener of 219.5, has already gone to 220.5 or 220, depending on where you shop for your numbers as we look ahead to game four. Uh, I have been pretty consistent on this as we kind of have gone throughout the series before the series started. You know, it, we... The, the big question for Milwaukee going into yesterday, right, was how do the Bucks stop Phoenix? And my response was, I just don't know if you do. I think you start to outscore them, mm-hmm. right? Because the Phoenix Suns, despite what happened yesterday, we saw in the first two games, they have a lot of answers for everything. You know, DeAndre Ayton, foul trouble, didn't get a lot of minutes yesterday. They have done a great job. And you saw it in the first quarter where if you're going to switch everything, we are going to hunt mismatches. Right. And how many good finishes did he have where Drew Holiday's trying to seal him down low? He can't handle it. He had a lot of smaller guards match up with him. Pat Connaughton got caught against DeAndre Ayton a couple of times, too. Those are just mismatches that the Suns are going to find and exploit. And we're going to see, I think, because of the success of the small ball lineup that the Bucks rolled out there yesterday, we're going to see a lot more of it as you move forward, which means DeAndre Ayton's going to be set to have some really solid minutes and some solid performances for the rest of the series. This way we can see it continue going forward. But it also just means there's going to be some offensive success. So as you go along, uh, the one thing that I have kept saying throughout this entire time, they don't have an answer for Giannis. They're not going to. Is he going to score 40 every game? Maybe not. But is he going to be in the range of about 30 points per game in this series? I think so. It's going to be hard to bet his point props under. Correct, right? It's going to, You remember Remember when the, those playoff series where LeBron was taking those Cavs teams, especially the year that he went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics, where you and I were on that young Celtics team yeah. uh, throughout that run. Remember, his point total props were insane. They were getting higher and higher every single time, well into the 30s. Same with James Harden at times throughout his tenure in Houston. It's going to be the same thing here where I think it closed 32.5 last time out. Be surprised to see a 33.5 for Giannis for for this next coming game because they're not going to have an answer for him. So while you might not see 40 a game, there's no answer for Giannis. I've said this a couple of times, right? There's people who are surprised to see the shooting of Milwaukee. They were the sixth best shooting team in the NBA this year. Mm-hmm. They shot 44% in game one. They shot 38.9% in this game yesterday. These are two offenses that really can have some success. So, yeah, 219 and a half, that's a buy price for me. From a side perspective, I don't really lean towards Phoenix, but I think I'm confident in saying over 219 and a half as you move forward. I don't think we're going to see a blowout in game four. We've mm-hmm. got a couple days between games. The Suns are going to come back. Uh, I think played much better in Game Four. Game Three, let's face it, that was the spot for the Bucks, and uh, they answered. They answered the bell like you would expect a team down 2-0 coming home would. And uh, the reason that that game landed on 220 is because it was a blowout. 46 points in the fourth quarter. Things uh, scoring slowed down uh, because the game was a blowout. Uh, so I tend to agree with you there. DeAndre Ayton was eight for 11 from the field. I think he's got to get more shot attempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but De- Devin Booker. Uh, played his worst game of the finals. 3-14 from the field, 1-for-7 from 3. That was off a really good game, too, for Book. Uh, I look at the MVP this way going forward. It's going to be Chris Paul yep. or the Freak. 
And don't even talk about, well, Freak can be MVP if the Suns win the series. That's not going to happen. It should, but I, I think you're right. No, nah, it's not going to happen. because uh, When I say it should, by the way, to clarify, it should be a possibility is what I'm saying. If he, if he scores 40-plus the rest of the way and they lose in like six mm-hmm. or seven, he, he should have a potential to win. Well, but you're right. It's that a small he's not possibility. Going to, but right. if the Suns win the series, Chris Paul's going to be MVP. Right. I think DeAndre Aiden's got an outside shot. Booker's got an outside shot. If those guys play unbelievable basketball for the next uh, few games. I still like the Suns in six uh, to win it. Chris Paul is minus 250 at points bet to be MVP. And the Freak plus 225. If you think the Bucks are going to tie up this series and uh, you think they're live to win the series, uh, the Freak at plus 225 or 250 to be MVP is not a bad bet. Right. And it, it gives you... So you're counteracting that with a series bet, right? So as you look at it, like you said, you're getting plus 205 on Milwaukee for the series. So you're getting a little bit more with Giannis. If the Bucks are winning this series, Giannis is winning MVP. So you're getting more in terms of a price. So you can offset that, right? Like Nobody my, else for the Bucks can win MVP. Right. So like my series bet for this series, the NBA Finals, was Chris Paul plus 175 to win Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. thought the series price was a little too high in terms of $2. But to me, Suns win the Finals like I think they are. Chris Paul is winning MVP, yeah. so that's how I handled it. In this case, same situation, right? Bucks plus 225 at points bet, 205 over at DraftKings. You can get in the range of plus 240 at certain shops for him to win MVP. That's the way that you attack it. And you get the added bonus, although it's very, very slim, that there is a potential you still cash that if they lose a competitive series, mm-hmm. right, if that is going to be the case. So I would completely agree with that. Yeah, there's nobody else on Milwaukee that is winning no. this thing. At this point right Not now. Not with the way the Freaks played in the first three oh, games. He's, he's been incredible. It's crazy to think about it. He had a hyperextended knee Dude. coming into it. We didn't think he was going to play in game one. Maybe not in game two. I thought he was done for the season, the way that thing bent. It was like a flam- like you know the Flamingo bird knee. It was backwards. <laughs> it shouldn't have gone that way. When I think it was after game one, he even told the media, he was like, I thought I was done for the rest of the year. I thought I was done into next year. Mm-hmm. Like how bad that went. So really lucky in this performance, I don't think you can say enough about. And uh, I will say this because you kind of alluded to one of the things that has stuck out to me with this uh, market for uh, MVP, I am really surprised. I shouldn't say I'm not. I'm surprised that Devin Booker is ahead of DeAndre Ayton to win finals MVP. I'm surprised by the gap between the two. Devin Booker at DraftKings, 14-1 to to win MVP. DeAndre Ayton is 60-1. to One of those two guys is shooting 35% from the floor and 31% from three. The other is averaging a double-double on 60% shooting. 60 to one is a big number. It's a points bet. It's 33 to one on Aiton. Right. And like given what the impact of Aiton is for this team, right? Again, the gap between the two is surprising. To have Chris Middleton ahead of DeAndre Aiton, to have the gap between Booker and right Aiton, that's what surprises me a lot when you consider the numbers and the fact that, you know, two of the three games. Booker has not really been efficient. Game one, he did go 10-10 from the free throw line, but the shooting has not been there since game two, by the way, of the Clippers series. So I don't know if that coincides with the broken nose, whatever it was, but Booker has not been the most efficient shooter from the floor uh, for about six or seven games now. So, yeah, that's the way I'd attack it. Oh, well, last night, you look at the box score. Uh, Jay Crowder hit six of seven yeah. from three. Six of seven. You get a game like that from Jay Crowder, you think we're going to be in business. The rest of the Suns shot three for 24. From three-point range, including Booker at one for seven, Chris Paul one for four, and uh, Cam Johnson one for five. Uh, so nobody uh, aside from Jay Crowder really shot the three uh, well at all last night. But the thing I liked about the freak offensively was the second quarter when the Bucks busted the game open, like you said, they were running the break, they were attacking the paint, they scored, I think, 20 points in the paint, outscored the Suns by 18 in the second quarter. 
And that guy played 40 minutes, actually 38 minutes last night and had one turnover. Yeah. A freak. With how much he handles it. And, yeah. and he was they were using him more as a screener and a roller, and he did a lot of stuff off ball. But the, how much he handles the ball at certain times. And yeah, he's he's been incredible in this postseason. Uh, he has really, I think, kind of squashed some of the, I think, you know, Kendrick Perkins was getting crap because he called him Robin. As in a Batman and Robin type duo. Like, maybe he's more of a Robin. And uh, I don't think Giannis is more of a Robin. You said that about the freak? <laughs> yeah. right, come on. Uh, not the case at this Hot point. take. So, uh, we do get two days off now again, which is a little interesting, right? You know, even though we're not switching venues, uh, we're not going to see these teams play until Wednesday because they don't want to go head to Of course, they can't play today, and they don't want to go head-to-head with the All-Star game on Tuesday. So, baseball gets center stage here over the next couple of days with the home run derby with the All-Star game on Tuesday. Uh, but there's more things to talk about when it comes to baseball. Uh, the second half is going to be upon us before we know it, and this is the kind to kind of recalibrate, look ahead, look at some angles, determine uh, what you're looking at. There's some pitchers, I think, potentially, to look at in terms of buying or selling on. And you know how I like to do this, right? <laughs> buy low, sell high. <laughs> That's right. So we got some big-picture buy low, sell high dudes to take a look at here. And to walk you through the process, so you see four guys right now uh, that are sell-high candidates. Lance Lynn of the Chicago White Sox, Justin Dunn of Seattle, and he's got some injury concerns, but it looks like we're going to see him in the second half, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Paolo Esmino, who might be surprising, but uh, they have been using him. Last four appearances have been as a starter for the Washington Nationals, and then Danny Duffy of Kansas City. But to walk you through, and we got more of these, but to walk you through the process for myself, the starting point is looking at your ERA, your expected fielding independent, seeing there's differential there, and then spinning that off of and seeing, okay, why is that differential there? So, for example, ERA for Lance Lynn, a 199, but a uh, nearly two-point differential between his ERA and his expected fielding independent. And if you look across the board for Lance Lynn, look, he has been absolutely dynamic in the first half, right? Mm -hmm. As as usual, strikeouts are solid, up actually from the most part of his career. You know, usually his career, about a nine strikeouts every nine innings. This year, about ten and a half. The walks are a little high. You know, he's had some walks... Uh, issues before, right? 308 in terms of walks every nine innings. A little bit on the high side for him as we've seen throughout his career. But there's a couple of things that kind of stick out to you when you're looking at Lance Lynn from a perspective of, okay, where is this regression going to come from at some point, Matt Ewens? And the first is getting a little lucky on the balls that are put into play. Batting average on balls in play, usually around 300. Uh, For him this season, you're sitting around 240. So you expect some regression when balls are hitting to play that they're going to start to find uh, open field. And he's also, this is somewhat surprising for him, as his career has gone on, you know, opposing hitters have lifted the ball up a little bit more on him. And as you go throughout his career, right, a career ground ball fly ball ratio of 1.23, but last year 0.85, this year even worse at 0.77, a fly ball rate of nearly 50%. So some of these balls are going to start to find open areas of the field. These balls in play are going to start, you know, guys are going to start to reach on base him a little bit more. And this is, this is the thing with Lance Lynn, and I think this is why you put on the sell high list, the White Sox are power-rated to the moon. Mm-hmm. He's a power-rated pitcher that is very high. And while he might be regressing from awesome pitcher to extremely good pitcher or good pitcher, there's still going to be some opportunities against certain lineups, I think, to take some bigger prices against Lance Lynn when he's starting in the second half. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, by the way, the Tony La Russa critics are quiet. Uh, and, uh, that group of critics includes you and me. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're still winning. I mean, I think there's an argument made that their division is you know, garbage. And yeah, the division's know. been bad, but the White Sox, with you know, and they had to deal with a couple of injuries in the first half of the season. They're 54 and 35. They go into the break in a five-game win streak, and uh, White Sox have been really impressive. And Lance Lynn has surprised me quite a bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I could. Anticipate a little bit of a regression from him in the second half. Yep. And the next on this, and this is to keep track of going forward. So Justin Dunn for Seattle. 
uh, has been a pretty good story, and he has been injured as of late. Uh, reports indicate that he should be ready to go uh, by the time the second half starts here. But he is, again, one of these candidates. You know, 375 ERA, extremely solid. He's been a surprising addition, uh, excuse me, surprising piece for the Seattle uh, Mariners lineup, right? It's for pitching rotation, especially when you consider last year, a little off. 434 last year, 623 over the short sample size. This year, though, he's been great. 375 ERA, but you see that expected fielding independent. That's pretty big, a 562 on the XFIP. And you look across the board, humans, the thing that sticks out when you look at Dunn and some of his numbers are the fact that he has problems with walks since he has been to the majors, right? It was a short stint in uh, 2019, but last year, 611 on the walks every nine innings, 519 this time around. And if you walk a lot of guys, like if you're Blake Snell, he balances that out with a whole bunch of strikeouts. Dunn is not a strikeout guy. This year up to this point, 876 on the strikeouts every nine innings. His K rate about 22.5%. So if you're going to give up as many walks as you do, you got to be able to strike guys out so they don't, of course, advance runners, You know, get guys on base, whatever it is. And he's not been doing that. And so now as you look forward here, he's going to start to pay for some of those walks and those free runners that he's given up. You know, to When you look at some of the numbers, to give up five walks every nine innings but to strand 79.5% of the runners that you're mm-hmm. allowing – that's something that's just not going to sustain itself as you move forward. And you saw some cracks of it, by the way, before he got injured. So I think Dunn's going to be a pretty good guy to, to potentially bet against a couple of times as we move forward into the second half as well, if he gets healthy and he's out there. And that's the other angle that works with you, right? He's not, you know, if he's coming off of an injury after a long right. layoff, might be a little rusty. You know, I wonder team. about these pitchers, too, when you look at these numbers. Do you have to look at them through two different prisms before and after the crackdown on foreign yeah, substances? Yeah, that's a good point. Because sometimes the season-long numbers at this point uh, might be a little bit deceiving, especially for a guy like Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, not, he's the obvious example, but there are a lot of other pitchers to look at as well who their numbers in the past, uh, let's say, month might be a lot different than they were in the first couple uh, months of the season uh, as opposed to, like I said, the last uh, three, four weeks. Danny Duffy of the Royals is a guy uh, I've always liked. I think an under-the-radar lefty for KC, but you think he's a sell-high candidate? Uh, just and, and again, in this is going from like so a 2.53 ERA to a 4.27 expected fielding independent. 4.27 is still a quality pitcher for the most part, right? You know, a, a team like the Angels could probably use a guy like him if he's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, one of the team the guys that they are tied to. But he's another one of these pitchers as you look at right strikeouts. They're up 9.8 strikeouts every nine innings, higher than what he's had in his career through the most part. Uh, the uh, walks, again, a little higher in terms of what you're looking at there, right? 332 on the walks every nine innings, despite the fact that he's not striking a lot of guys out. Uh, he, too, is a guy that has a lot to deal with in terms of giving up uh, a lot of fly balls. But I think really what sticks out to you, too, is, again, when you give up base runners uh, like you do and you don't strike them out at a high rate, his strand rate's insanely high, like at 84.7%. Mm-hmm. That's really high for a pitcher over the course of an entire season, especially when you're talking about 57 innings, and that starts to regress at some point. And comes back to get you. He's so, also got a 1.25 whip, which mm-hmm. I, I I think 1.25 is like dead average. Yeah, is that what you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So when you're giving those up, and we got more like Paolo Espino, it might not be a name that you either recognize or care about, but they, he's been used as a starting pitcher a little bit more recently by the Washington Nationals. He got dinged around in his last start, and if they continue to use him as a starter, which they might, if Scherzer goes, mm-hmm. he's going to be a guy to start playing against for sure. Oh, you know, Max Scherzer got beat up in his last start, too. Very true. Very true. All right, we have impact plays. Uh, we'll get back to the home run derby update. The odds, and Doug Kazarian is going to join us at the bottom of this hour to give his thoughts on the NBA Finals. We had in the game for in a couple of days.
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. JVT, do you want a hot tip? I do. All right. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com to find a game you want to bet on. Here's what you do you tap tips, T I P S, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, golf, a variety of sports. And to make your experience more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports. Danny Burke really uh, uh, promotes this app, he loves it. Instant payouts. Only one-time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. BetRivers.com. All right, in pocket plays, I was told that I am first. So, not a ton going on in the sports calendar today, but there is one thing I'm really looking forward to. Home run derby. Give me Joey Gallo to win this bad boy at plus 450. I think we're in agreement on this. Natural uppercut swing. Fly ball hitter works well in a park like this. 
I think this is a competition tailor-made for a dude like Gallo in a swing like that. Give me the Vegas guy, plus 450. All right, so it's you, me, my Chad mother, Andrus, I think my and, mom just texted me saying that. And Joey Mitch Gallo. Moss. We all like Joe, Joey Gallo, huh? Yeah, my mom. Joey Gallo's got a really natural swing for this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> She's into. All right, recap from the weekend. I lost the Astros minus 127 on Friday. They got shut out. Uh, bounced back to win with the Bucks yesterday, so a split for the weekend. Lost a little juice on the Astros. Gallo to win the home run derby plus 450. I hope he doesn't get knocked out in the first round. If he does, we're going to look foolish. <laughs> Happens every once in a while. It's good. It could happen. I uh, my uh, one time, um, <clears throat> I had the audacity to bet Alex Bregman a couple of years ago in the home run derby, and I think he got knocked out in the first round. And mm-hmm. Of course, Brent Musburger, the day I walked in the next day. Jonathan, what happened to Alex Bregman? Okay. Ask okay. Brent about the uh, Kentucky Derby horse he picked that never made it out of the gate. Turn out the lights, <laughs> folks. The party's no, over. <laughs> we all have some embarrassing on. A uh, length of the longest home run in the Derby, over 510 and a half feet at minus 121. Now, I will mention that price has changed at DraftKings since we talked about it at the top of the second hour. And I'll get to those. To uh, get to those tweets here in a minute. But uh, my my two plays will be Gallo to win the Derby at plus 450 and the uh, longest homer over 510 and a half. I think there's a good chance we do see a home run 525 to 550 at Coors Field with uh, Juice Baseballs. Jen Mill Phil is back on Twitter. He says, consider Pete Alonso to win the Derby. He's a defending champ, a right-handed hitter at Coors Field. His first-round opponent is long shot Salvador Perez. Okay. I wonder if I wonder if best bet. Sal Perez. Do you think? Well, these are all incredible athletes, but does Sal Perez have the gas tank to last throughout the entire round? I would think not. Well, uh, we always talk about altitude, right? Because that also comes into effect for these guys. The altitude helps you in terms of the distance. It sure. also works against you in terms of your fatigue, conditioning. Um, Bill Hooker on Twitter says Johnny Avello must have been listening. Over five ten and a half is now up to minus one forty eight. ML Dogs on Twitter says DraftKings just moved it up to 518 and a half at minus 125. Wow. You think somebody listened to uh, Chad say that? Chad said he, he thinks it could be a 600 foot home ball. run. That's crazy. I think 525 to 550 is realistic. Yeah. I mean, again, for reference point, and this is in action where guys are pitching to strike you out, uh, Giancarlo Stanton did have a 508 foot home run in Colorado. That was the uh, mm-hmm. what I found on record to be the longest one. So 508 in action. If you're talking about BP and just swinging away for the fences right. on nothing, you would assume that 510 is eclipsable. Gallo and Shohei uh, are known to launch some bombs. And again, I think the key to this is to, you know, not just the altitude. Mm-hmm. The baseballs for this contest are juiced. Right. Not going to be in the humidor. Ready to go. <laughs> right. No humidor. Forget, it, forget that. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I think this is going to be a cool home run derby. Now you prefer the old way. Yeah, I like it when the eight, the eight players all just rip as many homers as possible in the first round and the top four advance. Like a three-point shooting contest, right? Yeah, 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 I'm not crazy about the head-to-head matchups. Tinkering a little bit too much with the home run derby. And how about the uniforms for the All-Star game? Have you seen these? Oh, no, I haven't seen these oh, yet. Let me look oh, at these. As an old-school guy, I hate what they're doing with the, the All-Star game uniform. Let me see this. Well, that's uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, not a big fan. Shohei, Joey Gallo, Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, I think is a sleeper in this contest. Yeah. 
Olsen of the Oakland A's, Salvador Perez, Juan Soto, Trevor Story, and Trey Mancini, who's going to be the sentimental favorite for a lot of people. Uh, Mancini at 16-1 to at Circuit Sports. Duck is hearing coming up in 15 minutes here on Follow the Money. Horse racing, first bet is the place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI assisted picks. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. All brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using promo code Vegas100 today. You get up to $100 and a match bonus on your first deposit. Again, visit first.com slash bet slash Vegas100 for details. That's 1st.com slash bet slash Vegas100. The promo code is Vegas100. Uh, you would be correct, by the way. We were discussing off the air. Yes, Giannis did not score a single paint or point outside of the paint. 28 points in the paint, 13 points on free throws. Mm-hmm. And he attempted more free throws than the entire Suns team, correct? Right. <laughs> yeah. 17 to 16? He has been, uh, yes, dynamic. Yes, 16 for him, uh, for the Suns, 17 for Giannis Antetokounmpo. So. And uh, more made free throws. How about that, too, for Giannis to the Suns team? By two. Uh, all right, Major League Baseball, as we look ahead to uh, the second half, and we're going to have a lot. Of, uh, there's actually quite a few pitchers that I think are pretty good candidates to either sell high on or, or buy low on. We'll have a couple more of the buy low guys as we move forward. Uh, one of them is actually in this division, so it's a natural kind of uh, meeting of the minds here. The NL West, as the San Francisco Giants refuse to give ground and leave, they are 57-32 and 32 after the first half. They have their slight lead over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Still, though, the Dodgers with the big price tag to win this thing, Matt Humans over $3 minus 305. It ranges depending on where you look, but that's about consensus, a $3 favorite to win the NL West. You are a, are you, you're big on this San Francisco Giants team for the most part, and uh-huh. they, they have a lot of indications that they're not going away. Run differential, much better than the San Diego Padres, a plus 116. Uh, they have played very well at home, 30-13 and 13 record. I still feel like, of course, because of the depth of the Dodgers, that they are going to win this. But uh, with that price tag, and given, remember, what's going on with the Dodgers pitching staff, right? The <laughs> uh, the uh, Kershaw elbow issue. We know what's going on with Bauer. The fact that, uh, right, you lost us to May early. Like there, there is some thinness at the top of this rotation. And when you're talking about David Price having to be stretched out because you need some help, it's not like this is going to be easy for the Dodgers going forward. Well, you hit on the key thing I was going to talk about. Trevor Bauer, he, he might be choked out for the season. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. We might not see him back in the Dodgers rotation. Yes. And if Bauer doesn't come back, Clayton Kershaw has had some issues too with his uh, elbow. Apparently the uh, left elbow, the MRI, came back okay. So I think Kershaw is going to be back. He'll be fine. But if you take Bauer out of there, uh, it's definitely got a different look to the rotation in the second half. And the Dodgers do have good news because it looks like Corey Seager is going to be coming back soon. Yep. And if you, if you think about where they were at one point, weren't the Dodgers 18 and 16, I think? And now they're at 56 and 35. So they played great baseball uh, for the most sluggish start in the first uh, month or five weeks to be 21 games over 500. But the Giants um, are hanging in there. And uh, the, I don't think the Giants are going to go away. I've been saying that for a, a few weeks. 
And right now they're at 25 games over 500 and plus 350, 7 to 2 if you want to bet them to win the division. They're right there at the same price with the Padres, yet they are six games ahead of the Padres uh, right mm-hmm. now at about the 90 game mark. So, uh, no, I don't think the Giants are going to win the division, but I do think they're going to be a playoff team. And uh, no, the Dodgers aren't terribly mispriced at minus 305. I probably would make it a little bit lower. Uh, I think the uh, Dodgers price should be about minus 250 to win Mm -hmm. the division, but uh, you're splitting hairs there. And you're going to get, as a bookmaker, you're going to get most of the action on the Dodgers anyway. Yes. Because most people believe the Dodgers are going to be the team that prevails uh, when the smoke clears. But right now, two games back at the break. And I I think probably (laughs) one of the – two of the – Craziest stories in baseball in the first half are both in this division. And the Giants would be number three. I think it was Rex Byers of the Westgate Superbook that said, before the season they had five odds makers make their win total numbers. And all five had the Giants winning more games, or had the D-backs winning more games than the Giants. Really? I don't want to misstate it, but I'm pretty sure Rex said all five had the D-backs winning more games than the Giants. Or had a higher win total. Right now, the D-backs are 32 and a half games behind the Giants. It's amazing how bad the D-backs are. And it's also amazing how bad the Colorado Rockies are on the road. Mm-hmm. Nine and 34 on the road. So you, the Giants, the Rockies on the road, and the D-backs as a whole are three of the craziest stories in baseball in the yeah. first half. When I would speak to, to your point when it comes to the top three, I would have more confidence in the the Giants winning this division than I would in the Padres. You know, the Padres' offense, the lineup is absolutely spectacular. Tatis is great. I just don't really love the pitching depth. They don't at, have guys rotation. going deep in the game, right? I mean, aside from you, Darvish, nobody who, is going deep in the game. Who, by the way, just got rocked in his he last just two got starts. Knocked out early by the Nationals, right? And but he's been really good in the first half. He has, but three out of his last five starts, he's given up four earned runs or more. Mm-hmm. Kind of coincides with everything we're talking about, right? With the sticky stuff mandate, yeah. and we'll see if that continues for you, Darvish. Uh, but this kind of ties into like one of the, well, the one of the things that the Padres are hoping for is some regression to the mean for a guy like Chris Paddock, right? So we talk about some of these buy low, sell high guys. Paddock is a pretty good candidate to potentially buy low on as as low as you can, right? With the prices he's going to get with his Padres team, sheriff, uh, the sheriff, right? But a five thirty eight <laughs> ERA for the sheriff, not exactly threatening for Chris Paddock, but is expected fielding independent at three, and actually uh, this has been adjusted three fifty seven up on fan graphs right now, three sixty five right there uh, on the graph that you're seeing. But regardless, so two very good figures, either one of those. But there is going to be, you would think, some regression to the mean. The, the thing that has bothered Paddock throughout his very short career at this point right now has been home runs. The home runs have been a little bit of a problem. He's hitting about 1.47 home runs every nine innings. If you're looking at the home run to fly ball ratio, it's pretty high at about 15.6. Last year was really high. A quarter of his fly balls are going out of the park. If you get interesting, too, huh. is his, his home run ratio right now is almost the same as Blake Snell's, though. Yeah. Well, and Snell's problems, as we know, are walks. I mean, his yeah. command is ridiculous and uh, ridiculously bad. But a guy like Paddock, if you get a little bit of reversion here in terms of the rate at which those fly balls are going out of the park, you know there is stuff to like about Paddock. I mean, especially when you think about it, humans, he's developed and he's a ground ball pitcher. You know, he's a guy who induces ground balls and ground outs. One point four three last year in the ground ball to fly ball. He's actually sitting at one point three this year. Uh, but when opposing hitters get a hold of those balls and they start lifting them, they are going to go out against Paddock, and I think that has been a problem for him. So if you expect a little regression there, Paddock could develop into a solid guy. But if, but if Darvish and the regression there is real, right? Mm-hmm. Blake Snell's not giving you more than five innings in an outing. That's a really good outing for Snell if he's pitching you for five. Oh. 
And then Ryan Weathers is a guy who we're going to get to in the next coming days who is actually a guy that's due for some stuff. Like, sure. I think they might be in contention to add a guy in terms of an arm, but you don't really love, I think, the pitching for the most part for the Padres. Padres have uh, proven they will spend if they have to. Yeah. Uh, so your, your buy low segment here, I'm, I'm not, you're not going to hook me on Chris Paddock. I'm not going to yeah. do it. I, you're not going to hook me on Erod of the Red Sox. What? Andrew Haney, maybe. Yeah. Andrew Haney maybe is a, a buy low candidate that uh, I would buy. We'll have to get into the details for him because he's got some pretty solid numbers, including those strikeouts. Haney's been uh, a little unlucky with some of the stuff. Uh, we're lucky, though. Doug Kazarian, ESPN Daily Wager, Behind the Vets podcast. He'll be with us. Yes, he was lucky, too. He's on the ground floor for UFC 264 of the week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but 
All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now, and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. DraftKings.com. For details, it's Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Mitch Moss here on Follow the Money and Paul Howard. We are here just for the week, just for the week. Done on Friday. Doug Kazarian is with us early in the morning, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Doug still recovering from the party that was UFC 264 of the weekend. I saw the picture, Doug. Ground floor, huh? How was that experience? Yeah, great. Brett Okamoto has a great seat in the uh, media section, so I was able to mooch that while he was doing interviews in the back and in the tunnels. So, yeah, great stuff there. <laughs> so what'd you, when, you, uh, when you were watching these fights, uh, I'll ask you this, your main takeaway uh, from Poirier and McGregor, because I think a lot of people, of course, uh, when they were watching, uh, the Connor stands will say illegitimate win, but I think if, if we all watched it and we had eyes, uh, Poirier was waxing him, and the second round probably wasn't going to go in favor of Connor. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, look, you guys know the Westgate reopened a potential fourth fight as a significant favorite from Poirier, and uh, I'm right there with you. You know, it's like Connor ha- is a sort of basically a sprinter, and you can't be both a sprinter and a marathoner. And Poirier is much more polished, uh, much more um, just skilled in terms of just depth, and his chin is second to none, really, in, in the MMA. I mean, he has been knocked out in nearly five years. So for Connor to try to blitz opponents, and he obviously has that punching power, it's also the weight class thing. I mean, Poirier outweighs them by probably like 10 to 12 pounds by the time they step in the octagon. Mm-hmm. And, and Connor has struggled in lightweight. And look, he's got, he's got all, he's got, he's earned that reputation, right? He's dynamic. He's got the punching power. He's a stud, all that stuff. But Poirier's uh, just a more talented MMA fighter. Uh Connor's got the punching power, but it works a lot better on the smaller fighters. And like you said, boy, he's a bigger fighter. Doug Kazarian uh, at Doug ESPN, and you tweeted betting favorites eleven and one at UFC two sixty four with Gilbert Burns uh, about plus one forty in the Coleman event as the only underdog to cash. And uh, Lou Finacaro of V Sin was on Stevie Thompson, the Wonder Boy, in that one. Uh, but Lou was on the Daily Wager show with you over the weekend. How did Lou do? Give us your assessment. Uh, how would you grade Lou's performance? Uh, and just in some books, uh, there was one other kind of swing there, so it might have been ten and two uh, uh-huh. favorites. I think Lou uh, Lou certainly knows his stuff, and it was funny uh, doing doing some stuff with him, and you know his notes taking, and he has multicolored pens and highlighters, takes <laughs> all sorts of uh, in depth notes. But uh, Lou was about five hundred on his picks, I believe. I think the the broken leg or whatever we want to call it with with Connor, the leg injury uh, was a tough one. Cause I think over one and a half was a big play for him too. And that's, 
it's just tough because like, I think we were headed towards something along those mm-hmm. lines. I know Dustin on two what was it two judges scorecards had a ten eight round, but I, I still think Connor could have hung in there and maybe even um, had some grappling uh, in round two. But nonetheless, I think Lou's just he. I love how he um, attacked the the fights and um, you know a guy like that's usually on a lot of dogs. So a card like we had on Saturday night is going to be tough. All right, Doug Kazarian's a lover of the NBA, not a fighter. Yes. So let's talk hoops, JVT. All right, Doug. All right. So we have this series deficit cut in half now. Uh, I've made the joke a couple of times that a lot of people were busy in the days leading up to that, shoveling dirt over the grave of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, but not the case is they don't have an answer for Giannis, and um, this is still a very live series. So I'll just ask you the open-ended question. Uh, your biggest takeaway from last night in the NBA Finals is what? is that I'm not too surprised. I think the Suns are going to get this. I mean, I I would be shocked if the Suns went up 3-0 and it wasn't a Scott Foster conspiracy when you found out he's in game three against Chris Paul. I, we saw it in other series, um, and we've seen it all throughout the history, but like when teams are up 2-0 and we saw it in the Clippers-Suns, I mean, the Denver was really overmatched against Phoenix. That's the only reason they were able to sweep. Other than that, you're just not going to jump out 3-0 in that, this kind of a matchup. And obviously, role players pay better at home. We saw that. And then there was just a sense of urgency and desperation with the team down 0-2. So I expected that. I just, you know, a lot of us were writing off some guys like Holiday and Middleton. And not that they played amazingly well, but they played a little better at times. Middleton finally went to the free throw line. But there was certainly a lack of aggression on the part of Phoenix. I mean, Jay Crowder was outstanding. But besides that, he didn't really have the hunger, uh, so I I'm not too shocked that the lines you know popped for game four at three and a half. You had to expect that there was a tax in game three at four and a half, and even some fives popping up. I think we're going to see maybe the best game of the series coming up in game four. Yep. So w- one of the things humans and I were discussing, you know, if you go back a couple of years ago, we saw this with James Harden with some point props. We saw it with LeBron James in that run, one of the runs uh, in the. NBA Finals with Cleveland, the point totals on Giannis you would expect are going to get higher and higher. I think he closed in the range of 32 and a half uh, yesterday. What do you make of Giannis and this performance and like the sustainability of it? Because I have been saying, like, I don't think he's going away. I don't think the Suns, even with eight and not in foul trouble, have a real answer for him defensively. No, it's a great point, and all of us didn't know what to expect after game one. He, he wasn't really uh, he, he had, what was he, 17 rebounds, and mm-hmm. we didn't really know what to expect in terms of the, of the health of his knee and then he was being used in short spurts but it sounds like the injury wasn't getting worse like I was curious in game two if he had maybe had a setback so to speak with playing game one after having a few days off and he looked outstanding and you know there are obviously some concerns in his game over the last couple post seasons the outside shooting the free throw shooting and the lack of maybe post moves and I still think that's all there but he is playing kind of more within his regular lane in the last couple of games. He's been so dominant. Um, I still think Phoenix will be more effective. I mean, game one, they were they had like a perfect sort of that cleaner of like building a wall but not helping too much. that They couldn't recover if he kicked it out to shooters. And I still think the Suns, with Aiton there, also presenting such a presence for Giannis and being kind of like another kind of bam out of bio, so to speak, and defensively. I think they're going to be just fine. I actually think Phoenix might might get might get game four here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning the Suns' way as well. Like I said, I thought it was Suns and six before the series. I haven't really changed my mind. Doug, you're a guy who looks at every betting angle when it comes to an NBA game. Have you played many uh, player props up to this point? Anything uh, you're looking at in game four maybe for player props? So I'm heavy right now on Chris Paul MVP. I was heavy on him before the series. I even jumped back in. The Booker, um, you know, Booker's going off in one of the game two or whatever. It was not a surprise. He's going to do that. Right now, the MVP odds are pretty solid right now. Like Chris Paul's, you know, the odds-on favorite. Giannis basically is the same price as the Bucks last check at drafting. So that makes sense, right? I think that market is there. Um, I, I think the Booker, you know, I, I've been on eight and over. I, you know, I think I'm 500. I didn't bet every game, but I think I'm like about 50-50 on those. I think you can fade uh, kind of Holiday offensively after a nice kind of bounce-back game uh, for Holiday with 21 points, 9 assists. I think you can kind of get into that. Um, one one play that the guys have been on in the show has been Booker under rebounds. Now, he finally had six rebounds, but it was kind of an outlier game. He's been going under on rebounds. I wonder if there's some Lopez concerns. Uh, so maybe you can fire on some Lopez unders just because he's not playing that effectively and also coach bud will go small and play Giannis at the five if the suns are sort of burning lopez on some pick and roll so that's somewhere i would go with maybe uh lopez under uh with points and rebounds he only played 21 minutes yesterday as well i kind of like the holiday fade because we yeah. talked about it so much uh, he, he'll play well one game then down the next and uh i would you know I would expect Holiday not to light it up in uh, Game Four. Yeah, uh, I've been on the uh, Doug. I've been on the Mikael Bridges over one and a half three pointers train, and I got derailed yesterday. But he's been pretty solid in his role. Uh, the market adjusted in a big way, but I would expect that too to to come to fruition maybe as you go forward because the series sets up for it to potentially keep going. Let, let me ask you this: uh, as we kind of look at this from a, a number perspective, you mentioned the tax potentially being paid yesterday by betters upwards of four and a half at the close. We're sitting at four. I get it's the NBA Finals. But what are these swings, you know what I mean, from four and a half the Suns are laying at home in the two games to the Bucks now going to be laying probably four and a half in both of these. Uh, you know, that's not two and a half, three points of home court. You know, what do you make of those swings and how you handle those as a better? Well, it's also the series situation, right? right. Situational handicapping. And so you're going to get, you know, we've seen stuff in closeout games. Get a, you know, a team up 2-0 and they get game three, then they become a huge favorite in game four. It's, it's it's classic situational um, handicapping and situational pricing on this, but you're right. It's you know each team's favored by like four points on their home court. It's pretty remarkable when you break it down. Obviously, game one a little bit of you throw out because of the Giannis component, and there is sort of uh, just so much unknown with that. And um, obviously, we've had you know other injuries, but they don't incorporate. You know, they're not factored into this point spread here with like a Saric or someone like that, but. I think it's straight situational, um, but the NBA is so fascinating because it's, you know, you, you sit there and argue about half point here and there, and then within like four minutes, or and it, there'll be like a timeout, and there's a new line anyway, and it's pointless, and even one basket, the juice will change if you have one mm -hmm. of those, uh, you know, some, some shops even have live wagering during the game. So it's really kind of a, I don't want to say a moot point, but it is just kind of funny how a conversation kind of dominates, and here we have multiple days off between games, and then within a few minutes, uh, there's a different line. Doug, we're in the last minute, so just a quick answer. Did you realize that the USA basketball team was a 28-point favorite over 
Nigeria on Saturday. That line was up at William Hill Sportsbook. Did you know that at the time? Not at all. We were sitting in media row. I was actually sitting next to Adam Hill, who's obviously been on this show and other shows. And uh, he's the one who updated me. Uh, and then he goes, Mike Brown was he's coaching. I'm like, what happened to Pop? He's like, no, he's coaching Nigeria. But there'll be some opportunities uh, throughout the summer to grab some points against Team USA for sure. Americans 16 and a half today against the Australians. Doug ESPN up on Twitter. Doug, good to talk to you. Thanks, Ben. You too, fellas. Follow the money. We'll be back tomorrow here on VSIN. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.